Welcome to episode 14 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. I'm Will and Dear Wes. Welcome to another episode. This week, we've, we've got a few topics this week. Mm-hmm. We sure do. What did, what did you do this weekend? Well, first, let's start the show with the cha-ching. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. And uh, I believe you got a picture of it. Oh, wait. Didn't no, it? I didn't get that one up on Okay, there. that's okay. We can edit a picture in. But just before we started the show, I had a sale. And it was a combo player. So a lot of them combo players. Yep, yep. Uh, this one's a Samsung. Uh, I either paid seven ninety nine or nine ninety nine for it, but it had the remote and everything. And just before the show started, we sold it for ninety nine ninety nine. All right. So all it's right. in contention for sale of the week, but it's not my sale of the week. There you go. There you so, go. And also, I wanted to start the show again this week. Okay. With. Uh, well, you can go ahead and hit the cha-ching again, because I got $10 for you. What did we sell? You sold your uh, drum pedal. Oh, yeah, that's right. To my buddy. All right. And Thank then, you, Mom. Yep, yep. And then we're going to start the show with another gift. What? Last week was Colton's birthday. I haven't seen him since, but I got him a gift card so he can go source. Oh, all right, <laughs> all right. I don't think I've ever gotten a Goodwill gift card before. Yeah, I got one for Christmas last year, but he's like, he's like, here's your, here you go. And I was like, I didn't know they had gift cards. <laughs> me neither, me but, neither. I mean, I guess I knew because, you know, when you do a return, yeah. a lot of times they'll mm-hmm. put it on a gift card. Yeah. And I actually had a return for like six ninety nine. I was like, you know what? It's Colton's birthday. I'm just going to add 14 bucks to it. So cool. it was like 21 bucks on there. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you. You could turn that 21 into 100 or whatever. That's right. You never know. That's the best birthday gift right there. <laughs> Potential <laughs> I mean, for unlimited amounts of yeah, money. You're going to go sourcing anyway. <laughs> yeah. Now you can do it for free. Sweet. Well, thank you. <laughs> you're thank welcome. You. Also, thank you to uh, to Louie. I was about to start the podcast and uh, realized I had a big old hole in my shirt. So threw on the Willie Nelson shirt that Wes brought last yeah. week from Louie. We actually both threw on shirts because I've been messing with tires and I was covered in, <laughs> you know, just black. And I threw this one on and realized it still had a tag on it. <laughs> oh, really? And we got this at uh, one of our cleanouts. So oh, okay. we're both wearing free shirts. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm wearing shoes that I got retail arbitrage for seven bucks. I and mean, these are Goodwill pants right here. Go. We're just lined in a, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, thrifting and yeah. RA and all kind of stuff. The, yeah. the most stylish, cheapest fits you can buy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll start it out with uh, what we did this weekend. Okay. Um, let me think. I know I hit a Goodwill earlier on in the week. Mm-hmm. That's where I got the gift card. Um, I don't remember what I found. It couldn't have been great. No, actually, one of my finds is from there. Okay. Um, it was decent. And then me and my daughter, Cecily, we went to an estate sale mm-hmm. in Rockdale. And that was on Saturday. It was actually the last day of the estate sale, so everything was 50% off, which is good because this lady prices things a little on the high side, but uh-huh. at 50% off, you're good yeah. at her sales. Yeah. And it was still decent stuff there. You know, okay. we got some books. And if y'all follow us on the Instagram, you've seen the video of the Ren and Stimpy doll that talks. That's <laughs> I got that there. He was five bucks. Uh, if he doesn't sell, I'm thinking about doing a little giveaway around yeah. Christmas. Yeah, that'd be a good giveaway. Yeah, I might, I might enter that giveaway. <laughs> well, you'll definitely know the answer. I was gonna do a little trivia. You'll definitely know the answer is from our podcast. You know, oh, okay. so it's for okay. fo- podcast followers. So don't even try to enter. I'm gonna win right away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of Ren and Stimpy, uh, I had, I can't. It might have been all the seasons or like the first season or something on DVD, and. Uh, when I moved into that apartment in Austin, I brought mm-hmm. it up there. We moved out. When we moved out, I lost two things. I lost uh, two discs to that Ren and Stimpy DVD set. And then the worst thing I've ever lost, there was a record. And it was a tour-only version of the record that's worth like $200 oh, now. Oh, man. And it was so special that I, when we moved, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit this in a separate spot so it doesn't get messed up. Yeah. Uh. And I hid it from myself in that spot. And I'm fairly certain I put it in the top of the closet and left it in that apartment. Okay. So when you moved, though, y'all cleaned everything out, right? Well, it was so we took everything out of the apartment. And that Mm -hmm. was going to be the last thing I put into my car before I left. Mm -hmm. And I just left it there. Dang. Yeah. 
forgot all about it. So that'd be like a two hundred dollar record now. Uh, somebody found it, you know, eventually. Oh, yeah. But, but they I, may I not guarantee you, they probably just threw it in the trash or something. Yeah, they had no I, idea. I would actually. Uh, there's a poster up behind. You can't see it or anything, but uh, it's a big framed Hulk poster, and mm-hmm. it's printed on like particle board, so it's like super sturdy. I got that out of the trash at that apartment complex. Yeah. Because they would people, just go into the empty apartments and throw yeah. everything away. I guarantee you, if you sourced in uh, apartment dumpsters, you'd find all kind oh, of yeah. good stuff. You yeah. Know? yeah. I have yeah. that up for, I think, 40 bucks, and it's got like six or seven watchers on it. I'm dreading the day it sells, though. Yeah, the stuff like that's so hard to ship. Yeah. I yeah. bought one a while back, and we actually hung it in the house for a while because it's a, um, oh, who's that artist that does the gonzo art from... Uh, you know, uh, like fear and loathing guy. I can't think of it in my yeah, head right now. Either. Anyway, it's a big poster like that, but it's that hard, thick mm-hmm. material that it's printed on. Yeah, and they go for like a hundred bucks, and I mm-hmm. got it at the Goodwill for like fifteen. But now we took it off the wall, and I'm like, should we sell it? Yeah, and I'm like I don't know. I don't want to ship it. You know, it's so big right. and so heavy, and you'd have to just pack it so well. So well. Well, and that's. Luckily, this one doesn't have glass on the front of it. It's like textured to kind of make it look like yeah, a painting. that's how this one is. Too. And uh, so you wouldn't have to worry about that. But And I think this one will be fine since it is so thick. I don't think it would break or anything. But I sold a... I don't know if you remember, there was a record store in Austin for a while called uh, Encore Records. Mm-hmm. And they used to... You know how they have the big album artwork as promo material that they hang in the window right, right. when they were done with it they used to put them in the back and sell them for like 10 15 bucks mm-hmm. a piece i remember you used to have a ton of them. yeah yeah and i just sold one this past when i went into the studio i hadn't been listing much since i was in the studio and the one thing i didn't want to sell while i was there was that mm-hmm. poster board because i knew it was going to take forever to pack of course that's what and sells. yep that's what sold but luckily i forgot i even did it i pre-packed it when i listed it because i knew that's smart yeah i knew i was going to be in a situation where i wouldn't have time to pack it mm-hmm. so that went out we'll see if we get a good review and it made it there intact or not yeah what do you think about that as a tactic like uh Especially the more difficult things, like list it, go ahead and pack it. Mm-hmm. I've never really done that, but it seems like it'd be a good idea. Yeah, it. I think it, I mean, for me, it doesn't really, in that case, it helped out a lot. But yeah. since this is what I do full time, I have time, have to, time do to do it. Yeah. But in like your situation, you could sell like our 100 piece glass set. Right, the day you have to go to work, mm-hmm. and then I'd mean, be like, "Hey, Jenna, can you pack this whole thing <laughs> yeah. up for me?" <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it kind of depends on a what kind of situation and b what kind of storage you have too. Yeah, and so you have be, to label it pretty well. Mm-hmm. That way, if it does sell, you don't have to open the box. You right. Know? Well, that's I had. I think I sold it, but I had a um, pack of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. Mm-hmm. That mom did some rebel retail arbitrage on, and I listed it like right when I started doing eBay, and I pre-packed a lot of stuff then for some reason I guess just because I didn't have much to do so yeah. I was wasting time, and uh, it took like six months to sell so I only sold it a couple of weeks ago yeah and it took me all day to try and find it oh because, because I didn't market or anything just in a box somewhere yep back then too you probably weren't as good at packaging as you are now. Right. So you're like, right. ah, maybe if I package everything beforehand, it's going to mm-hmm. take me longer to do it. Now you can right. knock that thing out in no time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that the uh, poster that I sold, I had a plan in my head on how to pack it when I came up here, and then I found it already packed. So mm. uh, I don't think it would have taken long, but I'm glad I didn't have to do it at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'll get back to where I was. Um, did the estate sale? Uh-huh. And then the only other sourcing I did was just before I came here, I had to go get a used tire. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm halfway to the Goodwill. So yeah. I went and hit the Goodwill. And it was, wasn't was amazing, but it was decent. One of my finds of the week is from there as well. Okay. Uh, and that's it. That's All the right. end of that story. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't do much this weekend either. It was uh, birthday this past week. And then I listed a ton last week. And then Friday, we went out to eat for my birthday. And I also got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remastered for my birthday, so I wasted a lot of time playing On what? Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. Like an old Xbox? Uh, No, so they re-released the first two Tony Hawk games remastered, so it's like 4K HD quality now Mm -hmm. on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, 
He's just been, been skating. Time, huh? He's been thrashing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but Saturday, I did end up going to Bastrop. I went to Bits and Pieces and to Goodwill. And I got a few things, but nothing great there. Mm-hmm. Nothing qualified for find of the week from there. I think it's funny. We, we always say Goodwill. A lot of the podcasts I listen to, they say like the store that shall not be mentioned <laughs> and things like that. I guess they don't want to give them credit. Huh. You know? Interesting. I mean, I get it because Goodwill is such a big, yeah. like million, I don't know, multi-million, probably billion dollar corporation right, right. and they're supposed to be nonprofit and this mm-hmm. and that. So maybe that's why. But even then, when you say that, like it gives them some sort of aura about them. Right, you know? right. Yeah, it's like a mythical yeah. store. And they're still going there. That's, right. I mean, everybody sources at Goodwill. Well, I think. Yeah. Honestly, I, I used to have the same mentality about about goodwill and i'm sure there's terrible things that they've done like every corporation has done but if you go out to the uh the bins Mm -hmm. in south austin yeah haven't been there uh attached to it is their offices and they do like helping people find jobs helping people find housing and all sorts of stuff and it's packed all the time and they're working hard in there yeah no i'm sure they do a ton of good you know right and i mean that's that's the thing there's always going to be things that corporations do that you don't agree with but at least they do have a portion of the corporation that does that kind of right, stuff right right so I'll, I'll say goodwill all the time especially now that i got a goodwill gift card yeah you, you definitely <laughs> go in there yep yeah. so that's what i did this week and uh as far as listing goes i've been working on a lot of consignments this week uh our cousin Jarrett, he gave me some cameras to sell a while ago mm-hmm. and i uh just got done researching them and listed them all today and then i've been working on the audio equipment Mm -hmm. some friends bringing me some hats to list so honestly i don't think this week i've listed anything that was just my own stuff okay what's your uh because i know what our cut is on the av equipment Mm -hmm. uh what are you doing jared uh normally everybody i do 50 50 50 50 yeah okay yeah and you're making more money on your consignments (laughs) than i am but i the reason I do it the way I did is because when me and Ma first started uh-huh. doing this is basically how we both really got into it, right. doing it together. And we, I didn't even think about it. He's like, how are we going to do this? And I was like, how about I get 30% of the profit just for posting it? And then if we also have another deal, that's things that he went out and sourced, things mm-hmm. that were his personal items, right. I only get 20%. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. So, but it's fine. I mean- you know, it's like a good buddy helping right. him out. We did work together pretty much, so it works out either way. Yeah. I still make decent money off mm-hmm. of it. I I usually kind of change the uh, the percentage depending on the item price. Like if somebody brought me, you know, a two thousand dollar item and it was just one thing to list, I'd yeah. say give me like just a flat yeah rate right or just like ten twenty percent. I'm not gonna take fifty percent yeah, of a two thousand no, dollar. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. But yeah. I'm do that. <laughs> so that that's a lot of what my week has been taken up by is trying to get all that stuff listed so these people can try and get their stuff sold before Christmas. Yeah, and I mean, there, you could make money doing that as a business on its own without selling your own product right. at all. If you just wanted to set up a business, set reselling for other people, mm-hmm. I mean... I don't know if I've never seen like an actual store that does that. But right. remember in Forty Year Old Virgin the movie, that was the girlfriend. Yeah. That was what her store was uh-huh. back then. I sell things on eBay or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But you could make a living doing that. It's mm-hmm. just you'd have to post nonstop. That'd be have to be your job. I think. Right. Yeah. You know? And I, that's a good thing to think about if you don't have capital to invest when you first start. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, you do. I mean, you can find stuff around your house to sell, but you'll run out pretty quickly. Yeah. Unless you start investing money in product to sell. Right. And you don't need a ton of capital to start. That's right. the one of the best parts about this is anybody can do it. All you have to have is a cell phone, really, right. and maybe a printer. Yeah. And a you know you don't even need a computer, right. really. I mean. Yeah. When I first started doing this, I had a printer upstairs, mm-hmm. and it's it's got Bluetooth capability, and I could never, you know, couldn't get it to work. Couldn't right. figure out how to set it up because I'm dumb. <laughs> nah. uh, but anyhow, so I didn't have a label printer. All I had was the printer upstairs, and I was working off my phone, mm-hmm. and I wasn't printing labels through eBay or anything. I was using that PayPal. Yeah. Uh, labels or whatever mm-hmm. 
So luckily I wasn't selling huge volume at the time. Right. But what I would have to do is I'd have a sale and I'd be like, okay, I got a printer shipping label. So I'd be downstairs I'd pull up the PayPal shipping and then I'd, well, I'd pull up the eBay sale first, write down the person's name, their address, everything. Mm-hmm. I'd weigh it, write all that down. Then I'd get on my phone, pull up the PayPal shipping and type all that in by hand. <laughs> and then I would hit print. Once I got the Bluetooth to work finally, had Jenna help me set it up, I'd hit print and I'd hear the printer upstairs like, okay, it worked. Sometimes yeah. it would, sometimes it wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it was just <clears throat> such a pain. And then I'd have to go upstairs cut out the label right. get the tape tape it on it took me so long yeah but like i said at the time i was maybe having three to three to five sales a week right. you know so it right. wasn't horrible but then when things picked up i started going upstairs and doing it on the computer but i was still using the same method right and when i changed from that method over to shipping through ebay using mm-hmm. theirs i was like oh this is great all you gotta do is click right yeah, it's all typed out for you, ready to go. All typed out, ready <laughs> to go. Well, then I was still having to cut everything. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Colton got into this, and he bought himself a label printer mm-hmm. pretty pretty early on when you yeah, started, Yeah, which is a great investment. Absolutely. And so I saw how easy his was working. I was like, okay, I got to do that. You yeah. Know? yeah. So I went and uh, bought mine off eBay, and I, I think it was brand new. It was either that or refurbished. Right. But they're... The Rolo printer, I think, for that's the one we use. That's the one I recommend. Mm-hmm. I know there's a, a one called a Dymo. Yeah, a lot of people use a. I think it's Dy- Dymo XL or something like that, and they're they're fine. But a, I've seen videos of them. They seem to print a lot slower than the Rolo, and then B, you have to buy labels only from them. Oh, you have to buy it from Dymo. Yeah, because yeah, they come in a roll. Uh, that's and they right have these little notches on it that pulls it through the printing, uh, whatever. And so, yeah, the the that's the reason I ended up with the Rolos because you can use any labels you want. Yeah. And so far, I mean, I've had mine for probably close to a year. Yeah. And it's it's a beast. Yeah. It hasn't failed me one time. Every now and then, like it'll shoot out two labels mm-hmm. or whatever. But I, I, then you just hit the button, it readjusts, you're good to go. Uh. I don't know. It's it's awesome. No, I love it. If, if anybody's doing any kind of shipping whatsoever and you're buying your postage and printing it at home, it, great investment. I think they're around 200 bucks, or you can probably find a used one for half that. Yeah. And uh, another thing is if you're buying labels. For your Rolo. For your Rolo. There's a way to get free labels mm-hmm. so you don't have to pay for them. Well, yeah. So we get a piece. We get 7000 at a time. Like seven thousand labels at a time, yeah. and we don't spend a dime on nope. them. Nope. So shipped, shipped free. Too. Shipped free. Yeah, they just show up at your door, mm-hmm. no cost. If you're interested in figuring out how to do that, messages on, or you can comment on the YouTube. Yeah, or you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, however, and we'll since you're one of our faithful followers and you listen to this podcast, we'll let you in on our yeah. little secret. It's one of those things that it's not. It's not a shady thing. It's not illegal. But it's one of those things that we're afraid if we put it out there too much, they'll stop doing it because too many people will start doing it. So if you really want to know, send us a message or leave a comment. We'll, we'll hook you up. Yeah, and it's really easy. Yeah. Really easy to do. I so. mean, the the money you save on not having to pay for labels will pay for the printer that you bought. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, even if you're printing like a uh, a normal printer at home, you mm-hmm. still have to pay for paper and ink, and ink in a regular printer is expensive. It is, and that's the great thing about the Rolo, too. Or any of Even the Dymo, right. they're thermal, so it's just heat transfer, Yeah, um, and you never have to buy ink. Never so. buy ink, and in our case, never buy labels, so you yeah. got the one-time expense of paying for the printer, and then you're good. Mm-hmm. And they even like include cleaning cloths to clean it and stuff. I don't think I've ever used those. No, I've never used it. Yeah been a workhorse ever since yep yep so y'all hit us up if you're interested yeah yeah i wish we had like a little discount code for a rollo i have to figure (laughs) out uh there there's uh amazon affiliate links where if people use your link you get paid from amazon for sending them this product i have to we we need to make some money on this podcast figure that out figure that out (laughs) that was really cool uh before we started the show usually we sit down and we talk about what we're you know what we're going to talk about i was like i really want to mention the rollo printer and that transition like 
professional. Oh, <laughs> like a professional. <laughs> Whenever you were show. talking about printing labels, I was like, I hope he's transitioning into the roller thing. That would yeah. just be <laughs> oh, like a pro. <laughs> I, I, man, man. <laughs> Somebody uh sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah. We need some advertisement on here. We need we need to hit the you know the subscribers. We need the plaques and everything. This is a professional <laughs> podcast here. <laughs> oh man. So how are your your sales this weekend? Sales are good. Uh it's it's kind of weird because even before Q4 hit and everything and even before that, like after you know, during the weekends, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. most of those, like Monday is the big shipping day, you know. Right. And I was normally getting like fifteen around average. Yeah. And now the volume of things is less, but the price More is higher. Expensive items. Yeah, because I mean, you look at your ninety day total. I love eBay does that because yeah. it gives you a motivating factor, you know. Like you always want to hit the next level. Right. And before, back then, you know, I was around the 10K mark mm-hmm. on the 90 day. And right before Q4 hit, I think I was around 11, 12. Right now, I'm almost, well, I'm at 13. Yeah. And like I said, I haven't sold as many items, but mm-hmm. I'm selling higher priced items. I wonder if that's a, a product of it being close to the holidays or we started focusing more on like... I think it's both because yeah. I can tell you now that... Well, I mean, you know, you learn something every day in this right. business and the more you learn, the better you're going to get it going and finding product. Yeah. But also, at the same time, you're making more money doing this business and I think I'm less... I'm not as scared to spend more money, right. you know. Yeah, I'm more confident. Like I'm, I know if I I can buy something for a hundred bucks, knowing I'm gonna flip it for two, three. Right. Before I'd be like, I'm not messing with that hundred dollar <laughs> item, you know. Yeah. But well, that's uh, uh, it's been probably about a month ago now that that amp that I sold that I bought from that pawn shop. Mm-hmm. You know, in March when I started doing this full time, never would have spent more than fifty bucks on an item. Right. I paid almost two hundred dollars for that. But it flipped in two weeks, and yeah. I made about 150 bucks off of it. Yeah, that all comes with confidence, I think. You know, well, and also having the the confidence, and also having the money to spend from selling all the other little stuff that you've had along the way. Right. Yeah. If you only have a hundred dollars in your account, mm-hmm. and you you know you're not super confident, you're not going to spend a hundred on one item. Right. You know. Well, and I I try to do most of my sourcing with ebay money only i don't Mm -hmm. dip into my personal bank account to do it so having enough money in the ebay money to to buy stuff like that also helps too because you're not as scared you're like i mean if i lose this it'll suck but Mm -hmm. it's not my own personal yeah you're so much more knowledgeable now too right so knowledge is power yeah exactly (laughs) exactly well i wanted to talk about uh so mom bought the kit your kids nintendo switches yep and while she was looking at them, she saw some at Walmart that were uh, the Animal Crossing edition. Okay. And, I don't uh, know what that is. So but... Animal Crossing is a game for the Switch, and they put out like a, a themed Switch edition that has like, I don't even know if it has anything special on it other than like the controllers are different colors or something, and it comes with that game. Okay. Uh, and they were selling them at Walmart for either, for around two or 300 like... It was fifty bucks cheaper than they were going everywhere else. Okay, what's the normal switch go for? I think it's three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah. Okay. I think the ones she got our kids with the the switch light. Yeah. So I think those are like two hundred. Okay. Because I got them, I was like, I think the control, like the sides come off. Yeah. And I couldn't find a way to take them off. I'm like, I don't, maybe there's a case on it. And I was like, but it doesn't look like a case. I just don't know anything <laughs> about that. Like, I'm, I know about the old game consoles. Yeah. yeah. Well, even me, she was asking me about it because she was trying to figure out the difference between a light and a regular switch. And I had never played a switch before. Mm-hmm. I never looked at a switch before. And I was like, ah, no idea. I know there's got to be some difference, but yeah, for a hundred dollar price difference. But anyway, so she was looking at these, and they were at Walmart for like two months, and the switches were selling out pretty quickly everywhere, mm-hmm. and they were going for like three hundred fifty dollars, and these were only three hundred bucks. So she kept telling me, like, "You want me to pick up one, and you can pay me back, and you can sell it on eBay," or she, her, we were thinking like, save it till around Christmas time because they right. may sell out and go up even more. Uh, but a, they eventually 
ended up selling out before either of us ever pulled the trigger. B, I couldn't figure out like the actual pr- all the listings that sold on eBay were so varied in in price difference. Mm, that's weird. And uh, like you would go to Best Buy and one switch, they the price even differed on like retail websites too. Mm. So I couldn't figure out what the difference was. Right. Or if there ever if there was a difference. Right. It, right. That's kind of hard because you're seeing it go for, I don't know, like. If you're buying it for three hundred, what were some of them going for? Some were going close to four. Yeah, and no, I mean you would have made some money, but the biggest thing was like when they sell out and they're hard to get. Right, sure betting on like Christmas time, and then I started feeling guilty about that. Like <laughs> I don't want to do that to somebody. Yeah, it, you think about that too. Like sometimes because I've had people say that about uh, like the PS fives. Like mm. that's so messed up. Right. You know, people resellers buying the PS fives. This and that. But that's how the shoe game, that's yeah. how it works this, mm-hmm. these days. And nobody complains about that. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, that's just the way it is. You right. know, it's, if they're hype shoes, they sell out within minutes mm-hmm. and then the resellers sell them for more. Right. You know, right. so I don't see a problem with it. I mean, it it would suck if you're the kid and you really wanted one and the right. parents are like just struggling, trying to find one. And yeah. They can't find one retail. They have to buy it from a reseller for a bunch of money. Right. But, I mean, it's kind of just the way it is with yeah. anything, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, business in general is, especially retail, you right. know, you buy it at a certain price, you try to sell it for more. Right. So it's just business. It's yeah. all it is. Yeah. And uh, another thing that I'm more excited about personally than for business reasons, I don't, can't remember if I talked to you about this or not, but uh, Tim League, the owner of Alamo Draft House. Mm-hmm. He's auctioning off all of his own personal Mondo collection. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of the Mondo yeah. posters. Yeah, and I, there's a specific one, a Goonies print, that I've been looking for forever. And I've seen it a couple times on eBay, but for like $3,000, $4,000. Yeah. How limited are they? The- so the the Mondo usually makes about 50 prints, and okay. then they usually don't make them again. They'll make variants in like different colorways and stuff, mm-hmm. but they'll never make the same exact print again. Gotcha. But... I'm terrified because I know everybody in the world is going to be looking at that auction. And they're trying to uh, do away with the bots on the auction. Mm -hmm. So the way this one's working is if you bid within the last five minutes, it extends it another five minutes. Right. I've done auctions like that. Yeah. And that that gives them the opportunity for that thing to just skyrocket. Yeah. Because you can wait till the last second, throw a bid in. And you're not going to get it, right? Because it's going to jump back up to five more minutes. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just put in your highest price you're willing to pay, right. because you know it doesn't end like an eBay auction. You know, yeah. you try to get that last second bid in, and it's one of those things where, <laughs> kind of like the the Nintendo Switch thing, it's one of those things I I uh, want to go cheaply, but at the same time I love Draft House, and they're doing this to raise money to keep the, their theater afloat, right? And so I want it to sell for thousands of dollars at the same time. Well, how about all the rest of them sell for a ton? And exactly. Not, and the I'll hit up cheap. Tim League and I'll be like, yo, just give me that one. I'll talk about it on our podcast. Get you tons of promotion. <laughs> uh, I'm, sure he, I'm sure he'd go for that. Yeah, I'm sure he would. I'm you know, sure you're would. saying like everybody's going to be bidding, but isn't Alamo Draft House somewhat local? They're nationwide now. Oh, are they nationwide yeah. now? Okay. So everybody probably knows mm-hmm. who. Well, Mondo and Mondo, is. I mean, is worldwide. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't sure because I know he was kind of one of the originators too, right? Yeah, of the Alamo Draft House. So, yeah, there'll probably be a lot of people bidding on these. <laughs> yeah. I guess your hope is the people that are really, really interested. Maybe that one will be toward the end of the auction, right. and they've already spent all their money on the other ones. Well, know? I know there's like Star Wars prints that everybody's oh, yeah. raving about. Exactly. So I'm hoping. Uh, I mean, I know there's Goonies fans out there, but it's not as big as like Star Wars Definitely and stuff not. like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping it'll get ignored. But yeah. I'd like to see how it goes. You have to let me on, in on the yeah, link. Yeah, I think and... it. I think it starts on the 29th. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just keep an eye on it. I'm not gonna bid on anything. Yeah. But... So if anybody's looking for some Mondo prints, uh, Google that, or I'll leave a link in the description or something. It'll be interesting to watch whether I bid on something or not. Oh yeah. Yeah, when like I said, back in the day when uh, that Storage Wars came out, uh-huh. me and my buddy were like, we can do this. <laughs> and we took some money out. We had a blast watching it happen. We didn't bid on anything. Yeah, yeah. Because at the time, it was so hyped. 
oh, that people yeah. were bidding insane amounts for a crappy storage unit. Well, that's like, that's not getting anything out of there, you know. <laughs> that's like uh, <coughs> we talk about this a lot when uh, Slobby Robbie's show was popular. Mm-hmm. All the Tommy Hilfiger stuff, all that stuff was going for high and going yeah, quickly. The starter, yeah, all the champion jerseys, and, and all now, that's cooled down a little bit. I mean, yeah. it still sells. It still but sells, but I have like some vintage Tommy Hilfiger stuff that I've had for months. Yeah, and it's just sitting there. Yeah, but that'll come back though. I think he's he's supposed to put out a second season at some point. So that guy's in that man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Start getting your uh your '90s stuff ready for when that show drops. I mean, that's my favorite stuff. So yeah, I always got my '90s stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. You got anything you want to talk about? Oh, Una Luna Vintage. I know. You, I know you listen sometimes. Get. Come down to Lexington, or we can meet you halfway. Yeah. We can meet you in Brenham. Come get on the podcast. Yeah. I like your stuff. I mean, he's always posting some cool stuff. I think he loves all your Houston stuff that you wear. Yeah, see, we have that common bond. She, with the is Houston. it he or she? I think it's a he. Okay. I think it's a he. Uh, but yeah, he he finds all the Houston Astros stuff down there because okay. he's in Houston. So we got that common bond as Astros fans. So hit us up. Get on the podcast. We'd love to have you. <laughs> Uh, I got, I can't remember if I talked about it last week or the week before, but Apple Pencil Return. Yep. All the way from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. I thought you said Guam. Was it Guam? Because you were asking something if it was, was a U.S. territory. A G. Anyway. I think it's Guam because you asked if it was a U.S. territory. And in fact, I was, me and Jenna were listening to the podcast and she said, yeah, it's U.S. territory. I was like, well, we don't know. <laughs> we're not college educated. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> School of hard knocks. Uh, so it finally came in. It doesn't work. Really? It was sealed, brand new in the packaging. That's strange. It's very strange. And I matched all the serial numbers with it to make sure it didn't get swapped. I Mom's iPad, luckily, is new enough to be able to use the Apple Pencil. Mm-hmm. So I plugged it into hers. It would like start charging, then it stopped charging. It connect, then it disconnect. So I don't know what happened with that Apple Pencil, man. Man. That's but then, weird. then you... I was like, okay. uh, well, it was new sealed. So it's probably fairly newly sold to whoever bought it that donated it to the thrift store. Right. So I thought, well, Apple has a one year warranty on their stuff. Let me check that. See if I can just get it replaced. Mm -hmm. Now Apple has gotten smart. I guess with people reselling stuff, you have to provide your proof of purchase. Gotcha. To get your warranty. Used to be you type in your serial number on the back of your phone or whatever. And if it was a year since they knew it was sold, you just got it fixed or replaced send them your proof of purchase from uh from bits or uh <laughs> from second chance emporium yeah. see if they'll take that i paid 20 bucks for this can you send me another one yeah i had a return request a while back it was for i think i mentioned it uh well, a show or two ago but uh-huh. it was a old degeneration x shirt oh yeah and it was like a youth size or something well it was smaller than what the tag listed so maybe it was a youth it didn't say youth or anything on mm-hmm. it but I had even put in the description, fits smaller than the tag says, whatever. Right. And they wanted to return it. I accept the return. They have three days to get this thing back to me. If they don't, whoosh, I get to keep my money. <laughs> well, that was the thing with the Apple Pencil that made me so suspicious. It was A, it was sealed. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't figure out how anything could be wrong with it. B, they opened it on the 29th day. Mm-hmm. One day later, it would not have been able to do yeah. that return. Yep ridiculous but <laughs> they were honest it didn't work all the problems they said it had were exactly what yeah happened when i tried to use it so. it's funny your first response is always i'm being scammed <laughs> i know it i'm yeah. being scammed and i don't think there's as many scammers on ebay as you know right you i believe. mean because there definitely are but once you get to the level we're at where we have tons of reviews and stuff mm-hmm. i don't think they try it very often because they know that we know what to look for yeah but if you're new on ebay look out oh yeah they're coming for you <laughs> they are coming and for it's you. probably just one person with a thousand different accounts it could be ridiculous <laughs> but yeah a lot of the times we get the product back and we're like Oh, I'm being scammed. I'm being scammed. I'm like, oh no, they were right. <laughs> I mean, so far there's only been one that I I uh, got, and it's not even necessarily scammed. That Guitar Hero controller. Yeah, they just used it. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, then you got your smelly pants. The one. Time. Oh yeah, I did get but that's not scammed. Pants. That's just nasty. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and even that one could have been a person who had every good intention. 
that they didn't fit, but the, I don't. Something <laughs> they should have just kept them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's about all I got. That's all I got. Y'all hit the like button if you like what we're doing. We appreciate all y'all. Oh, uh, I did want to give a update on our hats. Okay, that yeah, we're getting made. Yeah, we so, got some merch coming. Uh, I've been trying to get these hats made. Mm-hmm. The first place I messaged, uh, they were out of the hats that we wanted. Then got the quote back, and it was a little expensive, so I went to another place. The hats, the trucker hats that I sent you, the green ones, Mm -hmm. out of stock. Okay, of course. So then they started messaging me other ones that we could do, and they were all like the lower profile ones. So I was like, do you have any more that look similar to this one? They're like, no. So then I realized the link they sent me was a website. Every single one was from the same website. So I thought, let me just look at that website, see if I can find anything. Mm -hmm. Found one cheaper and in stock. Awesome. So the order has been placed finally. Okay. What's our timeline? Uh, so I got to approve the artwork, which I should be getting an email about that today. Then they start. So it should be about two or three weeks. Nice. Right before Christmas. Yep. yep. Sweet. If so you all look out for some Resale Brothers hats. Perfect for Christmas gifts. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Stocking stuffers. Uh-huh. Also, we got the Vintique sale coming up December 12th. 12th it's the second Saturday of December. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we'll have the hats by then. Come out and see us. Grab a hat. Grab grab something for Christmas. There you go. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into... It's the find of the week. Just tell us what you found. So my first one is uh, not something I necessarily found. Like I said, I was doing consignments this this week, and our cousin Jarrett gave me those cameras to sell, and this is one of them. It's a 8mm video camera, I'm assuming from like the 70s or 80s, mm-hmm. but it's Canon made in Japan, and uh, no way to test it because it... it, it uh, it's missing like the power cord for it. Yeah. Do you even have a, the cartridges that go in there? Nope. Nah. nah. Yeah. Uh, so normally they sell for like two to three hundred if they're working, but since I don't have a way to test it, I put it up for a hundred today. So we'll we'll see how it does. But I bet it sells quick. It looks in really good condition, and the the weird thing about this one is a lot of the eight millimeter cameras uh, were wind, mm-hmm. like they didn't have batteries or, or or electronics, or you didn't plug them in. But this one actually has a battery that you charge in it. So it must have been a later one or a more expensive one. Right at uh, the very end of the 8 millimeter era. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that does. It's got a little microphone included with it. That was very rare on 8 millimeter cameras too. So mm. it's a, a fairly expensive high-end 8, 8 millimeter camera. That's cool. Where did, where did he come up with all these? Uh, they were Cindy's. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he gave me a, a box of all of her old cameras to, to look at. And it's it's been interesting trying. To, there's some cameras from like the early 1900s in there too she, that she must have collected. Yeah, or let's something. say I didn't realize she was a collector. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she was pretty into uh, photography and and film. So we'll we'll see how that does. Hopefully, I'll have some money for you soon, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. We got your finds up next. Yeah, I think I have a couple. Okay, there's store find here. Um, yeah. What you see is what you get. It's a Jordan <laughs> Jumpman Nike, uh, like a varsity jacket in the Carolina blue. Okay. Uh, they were fairly cheap this time. You know, sometimes jackets, they know the brand. Most mm-hmm. people know Jordan brand. It's going to be like 15 or 13. Right. Seven ninety nine. All right. And this one uh, is going to be about 50 bucks okay. on the resale. So Goodwill? Yeah. Cool. Which the one? store that shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, the Hutto. Hutto Goodwill. One? Yeah. Hutto one's always good. Yeah. All right, I think this I, is probably from the same place. This is, but this is from a different day. This is actually from this morning. Uh, and I was really excited because, <laughs> you know, VHS players can be all over the board. Mm-hmm. You never know. And with this little dial that it's got on it, and that's not on a normal right. VHS. I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is good. Uh, and JVC is a decent brand. Yeah. Uh, I look up the serial number. Can't find any sold comps on eBay. Can't find any active listings on eBay of this exact model. Right. So then I just type in dynamic drum system, which it says there. And then on the top, I type in time scan, JVC. And a couple of them pull up, and they're like in the three to $500 range. And I'm like, oh, wow. And some of them have remotes. I get it. Right. And this hasn't been tested either. So this could be not great at all. Right. You know? Right. And 
so I got here and I'm like, hey, Colton, look it up on Worth Point for me. He looks it up on Worth Point. No Nothing. sold comps on Worth Point. Yeah. I'm like, man, this, this is a rare VCR here. <laughs> <laughs> Getting excited. And then he Google searched it and we found one. Yeah, it was so weird. You searched on eBay and nothing came up. I searched it on Google and it brought up an eBay listing. Yeah, kind of weird. But yeah. either way, it's still, if if it's in working condition, it's going to be about 75 it looks like, yeah. which ain't bad. I paid $7.99 for it. Yeah. No, it's shipping good. for 15 So Good flip. Yeah, good flip. Decent. not as good as I was hoping. But, maybe. you know, maybe I ask a little more. Yeah. And just see what happens. Mm-hmm. But. All right, let's see. Oh, yeah, we'll get into the... So, on Sunday, I think, this sold. Hey, <laughs> all right. Guess how much it sold for. I know these go for fairly high prices. I'm going to say 150 120 120 Yeah. All right. Yeah, so this came out of the, uh, the clean-out we did in Georgetown of that uh un not non-happening estate sale. <laughs> yeah, the one that the estate sale stood them up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so I listed that uh probably a couple of weeks ago and it it got a few watchers on it. And the the weird thing is is uh if you start searching for these kinds of things, there's a specific one that they made a mold of in like the 60s or 70s done by Atlantic Molds. Okay. And if you have that specific one, it's like $400. Wow. Uh, but I couldn't find any information on how to tell whether it was or not. Mm-hmm. And most of the Atlantic Mold ones had a different base on it, so I assume this one wasn't. But if you get any of the white and blue ones, automatic 100 bucks every time. Good deal. So uh, I told mom about it, and she said, I think I have one in the attic. So she's about to go start I remember digging through Grandma that. had some of these back uh-huh. in the day. Mom had some. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that was a fun packing job as well because that uh, thing's about a, bet. a foot and a half tall. The star comes out of the top and there's a light bulb in it. And so I, the box ended up being, uh, I used a Home Depot box. That was like, I think it was 24 by 24. Yeah, you got to go big. You got to pack this mm-hmm. thing good. It's solid. Just porcelain and glass. I went through half a bag of packing peanuts. Yeah. I went through a bunch the other day. I can't remember what I packed, but it was, I had my daughter up there and like, keep unrolling it. (laughs) We were packing the heck out of something. Man, if if there's any stocks for uh, packing peanut companies, Mm -hmm. I'm going to start buying some. Buy in, huh? (laughs) I mean, you're up in there, you know, stock Uh prices. Exactly. (laughs) So yeah, that was uh, free and 220 bucks. All right. Plus well, shipping on top. So before you go to my sale of the week, I got a normal cha-ching. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What'd you sell? Yeah. Sale during the show. I love these. Is <laughs> This is a bread and butter item for sure. For sure. It's a cassette tape. Okay. The Doors Alive. She Cried is the album. Okay. And I probably got this for free. I don't buy many cassettes. I don't see them very often. So I probably got it for free and it sold for six ninety nine. All right. Big money. All right. With <laughs> some medium mail shipping. Yeah. So you know I make about three bucks. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I buy cassette tapes all the time. They sell fairly quickly. Yeah, they sell decent. It should they you'd have to have the right one for it to sell for a lot. Yeah. But I mean that's that bread and butter. Yep. So yep. all right. Well let's get to your normal sales. All right. Man. My pictures are always so dang fuzzy. <laughs> always so fuzzy. Uh, these were exciting when I found these because I was a big Penny Hardaway fan back uh-huh. in the 90s. And these are, are not the original versions of this because those would have been made in the 90s. They right. wouldn't be in this great a condition. Yeah. But this is the Nike Air Max Penny 2 uh, Foam Posit 1. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember what I paid. It's somewhere between... 10 and 15. Goodwill? Yep. Okay. <laughs> and uh, these sold yesterday for $75. All right. All yeah. right. I think they're going to Mexico. Oh, really? I believe so. I wonder what the shipping... Nope, oh. nope. No? There was a guy who, who offered me for, uh, uh, okay. Mexico, and then I countered, and I assumed he accepted the counter, but this guy's from Florida. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've ever shipped anything to Mexico. I don't know if I have either. Interesting. I would assume it'd still go to Global. Shipping. Yeah, I would guess. So you're going to fly it to Kentucky, and then they're going to fly yeah. it to Mexico, and we're we're like three hours, four hours from Mexico. Oh, that is something I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about. Uh, Pirate Ship does something called Simple Export Rate. Okay. And uh, 
as far as like for us, it doesn't save us any any money, but it's cheaper than global shipping for them. Uh huh. So I've seen a lot of people doing that to try and get more international sales because it's I think it's quite a bit cheaper. Okay. Because I think it's you know a first class rate maybe doubled, so ten bucks to ship. Yeah, that's cheap. International. But I think it's only a first class, so anything over a pound can't go that way. Okay, shirts, but things still, like that. I mean, if you got cheap, light stuff to ship internationally, it might. Yeah, that could up sales. your sales for sure. Yeah, so I'll look into that and give y'all some intel next week. Yeah, pirate ship. If y'all don't, it's just another form of mm-hmm. another way to ship things. Yeah. I I just use eBay. Colton uses pirate ship a lot. Yeah, I use pirate ship because it's easier for uh um since I have mom store it imports all of our orders into one place to ship everything. Yeah. Whereas otherwise I'd have to go to my store, print everything, log out, log into her store, print everything. So Yeah. And it makes the postal lady much happier when Colton goes in there <laughs> yeah. rather than when I go in there. Because he's got one little sheet, they scan it, they're done. Uh-huh. On mine I gotta take each package. Beep. Beep. You can yeah. you can do the scan sheet on eBay, but you have to print everything at one time. Uh, okay. Like you can't go up there and pack a couple things. You have to do the bulk shipping. I'm, uh, I'm stuck process. in my ways right now. I don't want to learn anything <laughs> else at the moment. That's all right. <laughs> I think I'm probably the only person who does that in Lexington, Texas. <laughs> all right. Your next one. Yeah. This was a good sale here. Um, so I, I got two of these uh, new inbox, mm-hmm. but they were open box. Okay. Um, and I got these for free which is the best. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and they're kind of big, you know, but that's okay. Um, I had posted them for one ninety nine a piece. So if I'd have sold both, that would have been 400 mm-hmm. But the lady messaged me that wanted them, and uh, she asked me if I'd take, if she bought them both, would I do 150 a piece? Said, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I got yeah. these for free. Uh-huh. But I, you know, I just said, yeah. I said, okay, well, send me an invoice. And I was like, well, no, nah, you just offer me the one, click on it, hit the best option, offer option, send me the 150. And she did it on, did it on them separately. Uh-huh. But she ended up buying them both. So I sold both for 300 total. And they were already packed up, you know, in the original boxes. So right. it was a pretty easy packing job. I put a little extra mm-hmm. bubble in there and whatnot. But I mean, hopefully they end up getting there okay. Yeah. And then I just took the two boxes and I t- taped them taped together. Taped them together is, you know, really good. Yeah. They're not coming apart. Oh, yeah. And I just did it all as one box, you know, at that mm-hmm. point. But it only cost me, I mean, these are tall. Right. And it only cost me 30 to ship yeah. through FedEx. Um, so it's not bad. So that sold it for 300 got it for free. After fees and shipping is looking like about 240 in profit there you go yeah there awesome go. sale yeah i, I uh, get happier and happier with fedex every time i use them because like the the christmas tree like i said that box i think literally the dimensions were 24 by 24 by 24 mm. so it was huge but it was light because it was just that christmas tree and a bunch of packing peanuts yeah this these were this was around 30 pounds yeah so i was thinking you know most places it doesn't really matter the weight when you get a box that big they go by dimensional and super expensive but i think i paid 20 25 bucks for a ginormous box to ship yeah i I probably lost a lot of money when i first started this because i would i didn't realize fedex was that much cheaper on the bigger items yeah and then when recently ups jumped on board on ebay Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh this is good competition but fedex beats them out every Every time time. yeah it's not by much but they still beat them out and i wonder because i like watching some other sellers talk about shipping they say ups is always cheaper for them i wonder maybe the region you're in yeah that's what i was gonna say depending on like where they have hubs and stuff Mm -hmm. because here there's no ups drop off in our town right we do have a FedEx drop off at the dollar store, mm-hmm. so maybe that that has something to do with it, right? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and uh, I don't know why I just thought of this, but uh, speaking of printing labels and stuff, mm-hmm. if you want to get into this and you don't even have a printer, now eBay is doing this thing where you can take your packages into the post office. They scan a oh, QR, the QR code, code yeah. and they'll print the label at the post office. I wouldn't recommend doing it like 
in a small town post office because they probably don't have training for that. Yeah. But a bigger post office might know how to do it easily. And the smaller post offices, I'm sure, would figure it out, but it might be a process. To- yeah, it's even a process sometimes when you take the FedEx package because we take it here, we take it to Dollar General, mm-hmm. the dollar store. And uh, depending on who's working, they yeah. may not have a clue what they're doing. Uh-huh. You know, I've taken stuff in there and it's taken a long time because like, uh, we do this? <laughs> like, yeah, you guys do FedEx. <laughs> and they find the gun and then they're like, what do I do? Just scan it. Like, Every time I go in there, I try to tell them, I, I can do it because I'm always in line. There's always a line behind me. Mm-hmm. I, I always tell them, you know, I can scan it in. I know you should click the button, scan it, put yeah, your phone put number your in. Put your phone number. You're good. And you're good to go. But no, I have to do it. You can't do it. <laughs> and I mean, I guess there's some kind of liability, but. I mean, yeah, I don't think they get a ton of packages here, mm-hmm. you know, because yesterday I was on my way. We went to McGregor, Texas to buy a truck. Uh-huh. But on the way there, we stopped at Thorndale at the dollar store there and they have a FedEx pickup. Uh-huh. And they had three people behind the counter. I was like, whoa, like here is usually one, yeah. sometimes two. Uh-huh. But they had three and the guy came up. I was like, hey, FedEx package. He's like, oh, OK, let me get the gun. And he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And he scanned it. And another one of the ladies that was working there came up and she was just staring at me like, who are you? And uh, then she looks at him and looks down. He's, she realizes he's doing a FedEx. And she's like, uh, when you're done, show me how to do this because I've never done this. <laughs> like, oh, thank God he was there because yeah. Yeah. it would have taken a lot longer. Uh-huh. But No, whenever I have either a lot or big packages, I try to take them with me to band practice and drop them off. At an actual FedEx yeah. location. Yeah, because A, they don't have much space in the Dollar General to store them. Mm-hmm. And B, if I have a lot, I know it's going to take a long time to yeah. scan them all in. And at the actual FedEx store, they got enough employees. They know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be And fast. their pickup times aren't till like 6 or 7 o'clock in the evening, whereas mm-hmm. here it's noon. So if you take it afternoon. It's not going out to the next morning. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, they, I mean, it's helped a ton having that. At Dollar General. It is nice because I didn't realize it was there. Colton told me it was there. And I'm like, dang, I'm going to have to drive to Hutto or somewhere. Right. And he's like, no, nah, they do it right here in town. I was like, oh, no, When sweet. I first started, I didn't know that either. And I was driving to Taylor or Hutto to drop off stuff all mm-hmm. the time. It helps quite a bit. Yes, Save a lot does. of gas money and, yep. a, and a lot of a headache. All right. Well, I think that's all we got today. That's all we got. Cool. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Um, this will come, What day is Thanksgiving? It's Thursday. Thursday. The, uh, this comes out on Friday. So happy Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully you're not uh, still passed out from your Thanksgiving food hangover. Yeah. Do some uh, do some online arbitrage. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I've well, never... Well, I've done a little bit, but yeah. I don't think I'll be doing much on Black Friday. Yeah, I probably won't either. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in. Leave a leave a like, leave a comment, subscribe. Uh, we really appreciate y'all. You can mm-hmm. find my store at Fears Inc. You can find Wes's at West Rankin 0420 or Westmart Unlimited. That's right. Thank y'all for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Bye, low. Say hi, y'all. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>